We're like cat lovers only. Click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. All right, so... Yeah, this is it. So we had our hiatus, just like Twin Peaks had their hiatus, right? And so they had a, you know, in, when this originally aired back in 91 or 92, now I can't even remember. 91, I believe it is. 91. There June was a, 91. there was a big hiatus. There's several month hiatus. So you didn't even have to wait as long as, as most people did to listen right. to the shotcast. Lucky. So, um, yeah, so it's, and, and so we're, we're back at it, man. We're, we're at, we're at the penultimate and then the ultimate episode here and you so know I, just, I, I don't uh, let me I, here's what i was gonna say sorry i interrupted you but i was okay, gonna say so, this yeah, go ahead. it's like i mean this was like this is the final episode like this is final you know what i mean like at the time in 1991 there were you know twin peaks was not coming back on that door you know no. through that door and everybody knew that too yeah it was not a surprise um and I was actually reading, I just read a little bit about the the director um, of the uh, miss, this episode, Miss, 20, miss Twin Peaks. Yeah. And he had done um, one or two other episodes uh, previously. Okay. And he said when he came back, like, it was, everybody, you know, everybody on set was, like, really feeling low. There was no energy. You know, a- ABC, I think ABC or, or whatever channel is running this, yeah, like made it clear they did not want to go on with this. So, I mean, people were just, you know, getting, I mean, these, this episode was like, people were just trying to get by. They were probably right, looking call, for a new job. Right? You've you got your job already. I mean, yeah, yeah. listen, speaking from somebody who worked in, not on, not on television, but in, in the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You would get to you'd get to the end of you know maybe you had a week shoot, right? Or in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, for a commercial. Yeah, yeah. You'd get to that last couple of days, and you your your beeper would be like you know buzzing for the new job or mm-hmm. whatever. You'd be making yeah. phone calls because we didn't have fo- cell phones at that time. So right, right, right. So you would be looking for your next you know on you'd be on your way out. Sure, it's basically like, hurry up, let's get this done so I can get to my new job, right? Yeah, I mean, isn't that as a yeah. freelance, I mean, you're freelancing, basically. And yeah. on, on something like this, you had a stint for a good two years. You probably used most of the same crew from episode or season one to season two. Sure. And now you've got to find your next gig, right? You haven't had to do yeah. it in two years. So these people were like, and he, he there was definitely an attitude on set. And plus, plus, he had said... The actress, um, the actors who were going to be on stage with Miss Twin Peaks, they were not really yeah. feeling it. They were not into oh, that look, kind you of can concept. Say, look, you can kind of see that. That's not. <laughs> and so, and so, like the whole experience for this guy was like he came out 
saying it was like not a great episode. Now, I, I think he's this is the other thing. He came in feeling like he is the guy who has to get everything set up for the mm-hmm. last episode, right? And that's important so, though. He 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 came in feeling like he had an important job to do. Yeah. Um and that it was his job to make sure everything was in place for that last episode to happen. And that's kind of what this has to, this, yeah. that's what happened in this, in this episode. Right. So David Lynch can come in and just kind of wrap everything up like this vision of his. Like and, David you know, Lynch. And we all know David Lynch wraps things up so nice and neat in all yeah. of his oh, work. Oh yeah. So, no, that when you leave a David Lynch movie, there's no question as to what, what is happening. Right. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can walk out of the theater feeling pretty good about what just happened. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, you're gonna. It's always gonna be uplifting. It's number gonna one. be definitely. It's uplifting. gonna be uplifting. <laughs> you're gonna right. feel great about it and yeah. understand everything that yeah. happened. So you it's can yeah, clear move and on concise. Right. Clear and concise is is the hallmark of any David Lynch um, joint. Right. So um, that being said, if you have not seen episode the last episode yet, I think you should pause on the shotcast. Yeah, yeah. I think you we're going to talk go, about it. Go watch that. Yeah. Um cuz you need I mean you need to. And you know what? David Lynch doesn't care about your feelings. David no, he of course he does not. <laughs> he does not care about I frankly I don't think he cares about anybody's feelings, but specifically the viewer's feelings. No. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. He is interested well, in telling his vision of his story and and this was a this was a season that he wasn't really involved with no not at all yeah him or mark frost yeah weren't really involved with it and now they're coming back and let's be prepared for david lynch now to take control of his story well, let's talk about, let's set it up. We got Miss Twin Peaks, right? This has been a big thing that everybody's been talking about. People, who's going to enter Miss Twin Peaks? Apparently, Miss Twin Peaks is a big deal Huge in Twin deal. Peaks. Huge deal. I mean, I, just because we've never heard of it before doesn't mean that it isn't a big deal. For the town, it is what counts. Yeah. And yeah. This, as we know, Laura Palmer was Miss Twin Peaks. I mean, that was the last, the last person to be Miss sure. Twin Peaks was Laura Palmer. Well, look, so Norma this was is Twin a big, Peaks. Not only is this a a big uh, deal all around, it's it's significant because they're the town is still trying to get over her death. Yeah, this is this is uh, in some ways this is kind of like a way to um, get back to normal, right? You know what I mean? Definitely. So um, you know, so we've got you know, we, even though we know this is Miss Twin Peaks, we've we've kind of got this issue where. Um, you know, the first, the very first thing that we're introduced to is the mayor, or excuse me, is um, uh, the major and Leo. They're chained up, and um, Leo, I don't. You know, you had talked about re- a redemption story for Leo. I right. wouldn't necessarily say this was a redemption story, but he does, in fact, get the key. He's able to get some keys and free um, to free the major. Yeah, um, and he's doing this because of Shelley. Right, he's, he wants he's, to sell, yeah, save. He's not telling the major even to save himself, right? Or yeah. you know, come yeah. back and save me. He's saying, go out and save Shelley is what he's saying. And, and Leo's story is, you know, it, I would still argue that there is a little bit of redemption there, right? He Leo yeah, uh, has yeah, gone yeah. through. First of all, Leo, we know is um, 
uh, a wife abuser, right? Spouse abuser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a mean bully, that kind of thing. But his a, relationship. A trafficker? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But his relationship. A drug dealer? Yeah. yeah it keeps going. <laughs> but his relationship with Shelly then, of course, and we talk about mm-hmm. kind of mirrors and reflections and um, this idea of, you know, tw- in Twin Peaks, we have. What happens to his relationship is then his relationship and and um, Earl, right? That relationship is re- a reflection of the relationship with him and Shelly. And he is now That's a on great point. the abusive yeah. end of that. And so... That's a great point. There gets to, you know, there gets to a point where he has kind of experienced that. And now he may be looking at Shelly at a, in a new light, especially, you know, when it came... When he tried to kind of get back at Wyndham Earl. Yeah. And that didn't go quite as planned. Yeah, it didn't go well, man. It did no. not go well. Um now he has like a different frame of mind. And listen, is it a redemption? I don't know. Is Leo now a good person? I would not say that. I would not go that But he's far. doing, I will say this, he is doing a good thing, which is something you would not expect the, the old Leo to do. Exactly. And we are looking now at Leo in a new light, which is, you know, a good arc as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. To say there's not an arc would not be truthful. There is an arc no matter how low or, you know, um, it's more like a straight line, but there is a little bump, right? I mean, mean, there's a bump, right? He is, he's essentially sacrificing himself to save Shelley. Yeah. Yeah. Now, because what happens is, um, at, uh, Wyndham Earl comes back, sees that the major is gone Kind mm-hmm. of upset about that, but not like not terrible. Like uh, Wyndham Earl doesn't get terribly upset about too many things no. unless it's directly no. affecting his journey to get to the Black Lodge, and right. and so um, he he sets up a, a little trap for Leo, basically where it's not even a trap. It's kind of like a it's torture. weird. It's like it's a torture, torture thing. It's torture. Yeah, where he, which I don't I don't think is like the worst thing. Like I it's guess not we're the worst to thing. Say, well, let me just say what it is. He attached. He has there's a string that he is holding in his teeth, and Leo. you follow that string up, which is a nice ca- little camera movement that they did. You follow the string up, and you see that there's a ab- above his head is a kind of like ca- like an open cage of tarantulas, but I'll just say spiders. Let's just yeah, say I they're super they poisonous they're spiders. Sp- I mean, that's yeah, what I, would I guess you'd have to assume that they're super poisonous, even though they just look like tarantulas or yeah, venomous, because, I would say if they're venomous. Correct. Sorry. I used the wrong term, but, but I would definitely say like, if they are tarantulas, that's no big deal in a sense. Because yeah. They're, they're just going to fall on you and they might they bite you or they might not, but you're not going to like, yeah, it's you know what I'm saying? painful like, if they bite you. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so I, I don't know what the deal is. I guess maybe we can assume Leo has some sort of like phobia with spiders. Maybe that's more psychological torture than anything else. I don't know. Perhaps. But I would also say like, I would say, we're, I, I would say like, I think it's, it's supposed to be that we're, we're going to assume that if that falls, he's dead. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And maybe in the 1990s, it was more meaningful. I don't know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but that's how that's set up. So he's essentially sacrificing his his self so that Shelley can survive, which is what we were talking about with redemption. Right. And, and you know, again, it's this whole thing about fear, right? I mean, like Wyndham Earl is all about fear. 
Right, and fear is the key, right, into getting the Black Lodge anyway. So this whole fear thing—that's what that's the that's what he's trying to do. Wyndham is trying to do anyway. Right. Um, uh, I, I will say this. So, you know, when there was a scene where they really made Wyndham look like super evil, like they, yeah, well, I, I don't know if they like I don't really, painted so his face wrong or, they, or different. Well, no, or they, like they definitely. I'm trying to think of like who Wyndham Earl was like his last before. Yeah, yeah. his last like. You know, master of disguise makeup was because he came yeah. in and he was p- pale, like white on yeah. his face, right? Reddish yeah. under the eyes. I think he even had black teeth. Or, it was know, disturbing. I mean, yeah, it was like a disturbing image, which of course is that's what it's supposed to be. So, right. So, I definitely, um, that's what happened. And, uh, you know, he holds up the bag full of spiders, right? So he had planned all this out. He he almost was yeah. like thinking that this probably was going to happen anyway. I would imagine. Um, we have this issue with um, Audrey. We see Audrey, and Audrey is of course sad. She comes back from wherever she was, um, you know, and uh, she's sad about the whole thing about being in this pageant. She doesn't, she doesn't want to be Miss. Twin Peaks, she doesn't want to be the, the what did she, she said something about the bathing beauty, the town's bathing beauty. Right. I think she makes a good point. You know, she is uh, this, this woman who is trying to break into the business world, right? She's got uh, bigger ideas. She's no longer just a pretty face. She wants to be taken seriously. She's part of her dad's business now. And I think she makes a good case like, hey, this, this isn't for me. This Miss Twin Peaks is not going to push me forward. It's going to actually bring me backwards. But Ben has different plans. Well, so I, I want to set the scene a little bit because I think the scene is important. And one thing I noticed in this episode, and I think next episode too, is the amount of fires and and roaring fires in the fireplaces Yeah, of these things. And um, which I didn't notice before, but I think it almost made a point to have these, these roaring fires. So, She's in this, um, Audrey's in this red dress, reminds us of the curtains, you know? I mean, that's, we shouldn't forget about that. Right, 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 yeah. Which become very powerful in the next episode, as we know. And um, she's really lament, she's she's sad about the fact that she'll never see, um, what's the guy's name? I forgot the guy's name. I don't know. Joe, uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Joe, is it his name? I is it like a, the guy's name. But it's Billy Zane. He'll never see Billy Zane Billy playing Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah. So um, Ben Horn comes in and he's got all these books and he's he's still trying to find what the meaning of being good is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I mean, that's important for him. And he says, basically, listen, you're going to go do this because you need to be the face of, you know, our business and who has a better, because this is Miss Twin Peaks we're talking about. Who has a yeah. better chance of doing that if you are Miss Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. So this is our opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's and this whole thing with the weasels too. I mean, the weasel thing is so important because that's how they're going to get back in the game, right? You know. So, I mean, that's, that's the idea you know, and I don't, whether it's for the right purposes or the wrong purposes, I think that, I think Twin Peaks does a really good job of leaving it ambiguous. We don't really truly know whether 
Ben is doing this for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. He does say to Catherine at one point, he's like, you know, look, I, this is, I'm doing this because these weasels are truly endangered. Catherine, of course, doesn't buy it. No. I'm not sure I totally buy it either, but I, I do buy he is trying. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he may be trying. Yes. But behind it all is like, listen, if you're trying to be good, then you'd be like, okay, Audrey, no problem. You don't have to do this. But he's still thinking about his plan, like what he needs yeah. to do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it's like for the greater good, but definitely in this scene, he is sitting in front of the fireplace and the flames are behind him and... I don't get this. I, I get the distinct impression or the visual at least that he is not good. Okay. I think, I think you and I might disagree on that one. Cause I do think he is, I think he's making every effort. I think he's making every effort. I agree with that. I'm just saying truly. He yeah. He's just not, unredeemable. He yeah. So what's, so his art, we were talking, we've been talking about arcs. Like I really do see like, like Audrey has an arc like 100%, right? I mean, she mm-hmm. she's originally this, you know, this girl who's just interested in flirting and just kind of being this agent of chaos. Yes. We we we've, we've told her that we've called her that many times. And at the end, she is like, "Hey, look, I'm serious. I this is a business. I want to be you yeah. know, businesswoman. I, I want to be a serious like entrepreneur. I want to get into it and mix it up and and break into this world. Uh, and certainly, in the '90s, would be a man's world, yeah. right? Well, that's, um, so she, that's what I think differentiates some of the characters from being like these one-dimensional characters mm-hmm. to becoming a little bit more. And so you have Ben Horn, who isn't necessarily a one-dimensional camera ca- uh, character, but maybe one and a half like he's he's he, yeah you know who ben horn is and he stays that way same thing with like james who's not even mentioned anymore like we don't even see yeah james like good i uh, i yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like he's not yeah. even like most everybody comes back in the next episode yeah. not james he's not he's not there and so you have these characters that don't really like i mean you can add a little bit like oh now there's like this little twist of like like now he's um, uh, Donna's father, you know, like that. Or, or oh yeah, I totally even forgot about that. Like, so it's like I mean, okay, but that doesn't add any dimensionality. To it. No, no, it, it just it actually it just strengthens yeah, it makes, the fact that he's like a kind of you know only in for himself, right? Yeah, and and the, and also I would say like it just makes his it just makes things more complicated. Yeah, like an unnecessarily complicated for some reason now. There's that relationship there. It doesn't. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't need to even be there. But, but he didn't also. Need, I mean, so there's lots and lots of characters in here. Not all of them need to be Audrey's. You know, not all of them need to be um, Dale Cooper's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I totally agree. And and the thing is too, like, what makes Ben Horn a great character is the actor is a great actor. Yeah. yeah. The guy who plays Ben Horn is awesome. Yeah, he brings it to life. Now, and, and you have characters like Andy. And there's, there's nothing to Andy, to be honest. There's nothing to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can make yeah. up stuff about him like he's really good at drawing stuff from memory once he sees it. Yeah. Like, that's okay. That's kind of interesting, I guess, maybe. Like, But, I, but I mean, other than that, like, 
he's he's just there. But what makes him Andy and makes him fun is like the way that he kind of the actor kind of like pulls it off, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But then you have then you have like Donna, who is just like, eh. <laughs> she's she's almost as bad as James. Yeah, so it doesn't it, that doesn't really go anywhere. Um, and know, again, let me ask you this: Do you think so Donna? Do you think Donna, um, like originally, like the, the, the actress is um, Laura Flynn Boyle, Boyle right? Um, yeah. And so do you think that she thought she should have had a bigger role? Or do you think, because I've never gotten a sense that she's very happy in, I mean, maybe she's supposed to be playing a sad sack. But like, I've just never been really super happy with any of her performances or the, she does, she seems to be phoning it in constantly. Well, this is my thought Laura Flynn Boyle that name I always associated with the actress who played Laura Palmer oh interesting so I mean yeah so here you have like an actress who's constantly being overshadowed by like somebody who like Laura Palmer right who is dead and that, I mean, yeah. Maddie comes back, right? Right, um, but I mean, yeah. but like, is always being a, like, even in the even in the show, she's always overshadowed by her best friend Laura Palmer, right? Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, always that. yeah. Um, in the actual thing, she has a relationship with um, um, oh, what's the guy who plays uh Cooper Dale Cooper? He's um, the actor. Oh, um, um oh my gosh, why am I it blanking just, on it's this? It's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't. Me too. It's uh mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I'm so angry I can't think of his name. Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay sorry. Um she, she had a relationship with him throughout yeah. Twin Peaks and he was constantly focused on the woman who plays Audrey, right? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Their relationship was kind of I think tense in in yeah. and I think she yeah. was always feeling a little tense cuz he had all these scenes with like romantic scenes with Audrey or whatever in there. Um, yeah. And, and not romantic scenes, but like there's a romantic tension that was happening there. The t- yeah. There's a tension. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't necessarily happening around her. She gets, you know, her thing is with like James. I don't think she even liked her story that was going on. I, I didn't like her story. What is no. her story? I don't even, you don't even know what her story is. I think, I think she kind of always got over looked and overshadowed. And like I said, like, yeah, I, I had no idea. I thought her name. I thought Laura Flynn Boyle was Laura Palmer. Was, was Laura Palmer before I actually watched this? Yeah, it's because interesting. That was the name now, that I associated, and that yeah. was the image now, I associated. I will say, spoiler alert: Laura Flynn, Laura Flynn Boyle is not in Firewalk with Me. What? Firewalk with Me? Yeah, the movie. She's yeah. not in it. She oh, decided yeah. not to do sense. it. Well, that makes sense. So it's not about yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and, and, and Donna, like, I mean, I think we're wrapping up, like, so I'm kind of like wrapping up these characters, like Donna to me just never, I didn't see much of an arc. There were some fun things that she did when, you know, with the, with the library and the flower guy, like those things were kind of interesting. If you think back to season one, you know, this diary thing, but like, I never really, she's the same Donna that was when Dale Cooper walked into Twin Peaks. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. she hasn't changed. And like what what's maybe her circumstances have changed, but that's yeah. about it. You know, she hasn't come to any like I mean, even with even with James, like that's not really a res- you know, some sort of like turning point in her life. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, there was supposed to be, I think there was supposed to be this turning point. Remember when she, like, started smoking and, like, was wearing makeup once, like, I can't remember. That was, like, the first of the season two or something where she had this, like, change. But it really didn't change anything. Exactly. It didn't go anywhere. And she's still, I don't know. She's still the same old Donna is what basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just not an interesting character. But here's what I wanted to, the reason I even bring her up is because, so Miss Twin Peaks, they're rehearsing for Miss Twin Peaks um, at the, uh, whatever the, the, not the dugout or the hideaway. It's the, uh, what's the name of the bar? The Roadhouse. The Roadhouse. Yeah. They're, they're doing, they're, they're, they're rehearsing for, for Twin, Miss Twin Peaks and they're doing all the dances and stuff. And what I thought was interesting is that. Donna, this is kind of what I finally I I kind of see this like see them as kids because Donna and Shelly throughout this whole thing are laughing and joking and they're goofing off. They're smoking cigarettes. And I kind of now I'm thinking, oh, shoot, I wonder if that was just because the cast was just like, I'm not into this at all. And they just capture that like attitude. Right. I I, I don't know. But finally, I'm looking at this and finally saying, okay, these look like high school students. Yeah, finally. I mean, you know, listen. To be fair, like throughout the thing, every almost one, every one of the main characters was like, "I don't want to be Miss Twin Peaks. Like, I don't want to do this. It's stupid. It's yeah, jokey. it's true. It's true. And then the only person that wants to be is the 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 Black Widow. Yeah. Well, and um, Nadine. I think Nadine wants to do it, but and those are the ones that you can see actually like trying at the dancing. And the other yeah. thing I thought was interesting, and this goes more of like a theme that's going on, is. This idea, like when um, Squiggy, um, Mr. Pick, uh, not Mr. Pickle, that's what, uh, Mr. What's the guy's name? Oh, not Pickle, I just call him Squiggy. That's the problem. Yeah, Squiggy. I just call Squiggy's him Squiggy. Band, Sorry. Right? Yeah. And he's teaching this dance, which is ridiculous, right? But also he's talking about being a tree and being like, you know, and, and, and Cooper and Annie talk about the trees and there's all this mm-hmm. sense and then you have the log lady and the log and the trees yeah. that are going on i think it's i think that's like some nice kind of thematic kind of work going on um ghost wood is cutting down the trees the entire um what is it called the north northwest uh hotel or whatever is all like the great trees. northern yeah great the great northern, northern yeah. yeah is all trees and things like that so I, I like that connection that's starting to happen about nature and um the connection that we have with nature and the dead even her any speech which like makes her win like it's, she wins because of the speech right right is, yeah is all yeah, about yeah. you know that so yeah. well cooper helps her with the speech too yeah well i mean Yes, but I don't want to give all the credits. I mean, give the girl some credit. She, I mean, she came up. She, I don't know. She she goes to Cooper's room and is like, I don't know what to do. Uh, by the way, they Cooper doesn't sleep. He just kept... kind of meditates, apparently. So like, um, yeah, he, he doesn't sleep now. He just meditates. So he he goes there. She, she's like, hey, I don't know what I want to talk about. I didn't realize I'd had to do something like this. And so Cooper kind of like helps her out. I, I don't know. I think Cooper's, you know, I think that's mostly Cooper's work. I got, I got nothing but praise for Cooper. I, I'm Cooper. I'm a fan of Cooper. Yeah. So um, there is this scene. I wrote this down, and um, so they're all they're doing their like rehearsal and stuff, and they're getting ready. And there is a guy who is carrying a deer. Did you see this? No, I don't think I did. I didn't write it down at least. There's a guy carrying a deer in a very specific way that makes him look like 
he is intimately involved with the deer. Really? Okay, I did not notice this. It, yeah. He literally walks. I don't know how you didn't notice it because he literally walks in front of like the judges who are like, "What should we judge this thing on?" Right? Oh, like I, don't I know definitely remember that. I remember somebody walking in front. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you should watch it again. He's literally <laughs> okay. I mean, you would never walk like this with a deer. Okay, all right. I, I mean, it, I haven't walked a lot with deers a lot, but well, if you carry, you wouldn't. You would. There's no way you would carry anything the way that he is carrying this deer. Okay. So okay. I mean, again, it's one of those things. Like, I mean, you can interpret that a couple ways. I think. Like this idea of men or man, let's just say like man, um, yeah. as in the human race, like dominating nature or, or, you know, and I think that, yeah, I think you could see it that way as these, as these people are not only talking about how do we rate other fellow human beings, right? Mm-hmm. How right, right. These, judging them. Then, yeah. yeah, judging. Now we have like this man who is, who is being Walking strangely with the deer, who looks like he's he's he's. Geez, I'm gonna deer. have to go back and see. I I missed it. I totally missed it. I don't know how you could possibly have missed this. Well, you know, know how, if you're concentrating you on other things and not see it. You ever you ever see that uh, that thing with the uh, that video of the um, of the people um, bouncing basketballs and passing passing a basketball from one person to the other, and you're supposed to count how many basketballs or how many times people pass the basketball. And in the middle of this thing, this video, there's a gorilla that walks through it very slowly, beats his chest and then walks, you know, through the frame. And um, then what you do is you say, Hey, how many times the basketball? Uh, And people are like, Oh, 12 times, blah, 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 11 times. And they say, Hey, did you notice anything else? And believe it or not, the majority of people say, no, I, there was nothing else weird that happened in that. And it's because, it's because you're concentrating on one thing. Well, it's called you know? change blindness, and I actually use that clip. Oh, you've seen it. Yeah, I use yeah. that clip in class. And yeah. so um, it's this idea, and it's really interesting. It's this idea that you often – it's a phenomenon called change blindness that you often do not see all the world around you. Mm-hmm. And scientists aren't quite sure necessarily why. Um, it could be because you were con- concentrating on – watching the bouncing balls right yeah. and that you weren't concentrating on looking for a bear but even they've done experiments where um something changes like directly in front of you and it's like they change out people and you're talking to somebody and then all of a sudden that person either dips behind a desk or gets blocked from your view yeah. for a second and then another person is standing there and you continue talking to that person even though it's a completely different type of person. Well, a lot of it's like a like it's a, these biases that are just like, you know, like he, you're doing a task. This is what you're tasked to do, and you're not expecting any kind of difference. Your you know your worldview is that this will not be different than what I've done a million times when I've counted diff- other things. Yeah. So and, um, and your brain. I mean, imagine all the information that your brain has to take in and process. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So your brain yeah. will um, will not process certain things if it doesn't think that that thing is going to change. Yeah. So, so if you're, you know, there's a cup in front of me, I know there's a cup there. My brain is not necessarily registering that cup. It's keeping that cup image in my brain. But if I would look away, someone changes that and I look back, I may not notice that. Yeah. So... 
and, and it takes time. And they say, actually, I think we talked about this probably in the shotcast before, but they say the reasons they hypothesize, the reason why sometimes it feels like time was slower when you were younger mm-hmm. is because you were just looking, like everything is newer. And then once that happens, time seems to speed up. It doesn't really. But since you take shortcuts, you've made yeah. shortcuts to everything. You've, you've you can make a ton of assumptions. Yeah, and yeah. clip art basically in your brain. Like you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to look at things because if you've seen it, boom, you don't really have to look at it. So I always tell my students like really concentrate on things. Because they well, say you know, also like, athletes, they say athletes, if you're concentrating, you know, they say that you can see the spin of the baseball that's coming at you to know what type of pitch that it is so they can swing mm-hmm. at it. Or if you're in a baseball, if you're in a football game and like it seems like time is slowing down to make that catch it's because your concentration is so focused that it seems like time is is slowing down. But in re- reality, it's just your brain is taking in just all that more information. So. Well, I would say, uh, so when that, when it, when that stuff is slowing down, like I, uh, I have definitely been in games and I tell players this all the time, you're in a game and you know that you are kind of like in the zone when time slows down for you. Right. You know what I mean? You can just, everything opens up. And a lot of it is because you know what to look for, you know what to do. And your your some of the actions are so automatic that you don't have to worry. You don't have to use brain, you know, um, space for the basics you can then look up and notice everything around you right right because everything other things are happening automatically catching the ball is happening automatically you know uh movements happening automatically so now my eyes are up i'm looking for other things um but i but here's what i wanted to bring it back to twin point uh, peaks um doesn't dale talk about this like like Agent Cooper talks about these types of things about not being able to see, like in season one, hmm. you know, he's talking about these dreams, right. That he, that he gets and like using f- the full part of your brain. Um, and I think twin peaks does explore a little bit of this idea of what's in your brain and what's out of your brain. Now I think, tw- I think it does go a little bit further. I think it goes into the supernatural, but I do think that oftentimes Dale is working in the sense of like, People aren't fully using all of their brain, you know? Yeah, and, and, you know, throughout Twin Peaks and the things that we kind of like about Twin Peaks that we would say, oh, that looks, you know, feels like David Lynch, especially, you know, Diane Keaton mm-hmm. directed her episode, yeah. right? And we notice all these like, oh, there's these, all these people are doing the same thing or this similar. And I think what's interesting then is this, this idea like you were talking about is, is that happening or are we just, you know, is it put there so that we notice it and think, whoa, that's mm-hmm. weird. Like, I'm starting to notice other things. Or do people miss it because they're concentrating on something else and there's right. just a feeling of something weird going on with everything yeah. else, yeah. you know? Yeah. That could also, like, subconsciously you saw it, but, you know, you weren't necessarily directed to it. And we're looking at it a little bit deeper. So maybe we see those things that maybe first-time viewers would not see, especially if they weren't prepared for what was going on. Yeah, it's this it's and that's what I that's what I do like about David Lynch and a lot of things that we've been seeing is this idea that we expect things to be certain ways. The one thing I really enjoyed is this um you know again I'll go back you pointed it out I of course pointed it out too. It's this idea of that time when Anne Annie and um, Cooper are talking in a diner and instead of going in right. as you would expect you're going out and it makes you so uncomfortable. Right. You well, get they play so with sound uncomfortable. Too, but yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there's yeah, but but the, the mere fact that it's doing something you're not expecting, you know, what I mean, it's going into a wide shot, whereas 
normally you'd go, I'm using the wrong terms, I'm sure, but normally you'd go into like a close up, right? right? And it's just, it's, it's messing with the way that you would normally perceive something or your expectations. And it just throws you off. And David Lynch oftentimes is saying, um, <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, when you're at a bar, you expect everybody to be doing something different when you're at the bar. I'm going to put three people or 10 people at the bar. They're all doing the exact same thing. And it's like, yeah, people are at a bar. You would expect that. But they're doing something that I don't expect. And now I feel weird about it. You know, I think that's that's what makes me really enjoy the show. And quite honestly, I'm going to be enjoying season three when we get to it, hopefully, because I want to see more of this. And I think David Lynch was more involved with season three. Yeah. But we're getting ahead um, of ourselves. Yeah. So um, there's a little bit in here where uh, the Black Widow is attempting to sway the judge. Yeah, I know. The Black Widow storyline is just, I mean, come on. <laughs> and um, and then, of course, we have, we cut from that to then we go to Dale Cooper, who is meditating because that's the only way he's like sleeping. But he feels refreshed yeah. about that. Um. He's talking to Diane, which is nice. We haven't uh, we haven't heard that in a while, but he's he's getting back to like recording his thoughts on Diane. Like, yeah, I like Diane. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it makes him feel official. He's back in the FBI. You know yeah. what I mean? That, yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's um, he gets a knock on the door, and in walks Annie because she needs help. Uh, she's terrified of public speaking, basically. Yeah. Um, so. We kind of talked about Annie in this the speech or whatever. Um, they apparently there's some innuendo there that maybe um, you know they they kind of have a, a more intimate relationship after this little speech. Um, and then what I think is interesting is which I think captures a lot about maybe America at the time. There's the metal box, right? Remember that that uh, you know Catherine and Andrew and you know uh, they're trying to get this box open. They can't figure out what's in it. So what's the uh, what's the in America? What's the obvious way to open anything? Quite honestly, just to shoot it. You gotta shoot it, it, man. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta shoot it. Blow it up. That's the only way you can open these things. And that's what they do. They shoot at it until the 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 box opens and there's a key inside. Right. And in order for nobody to like take the key, because there's basically two people involved. That's Catherine um, and um, Andrew. Andrew. And so they put it in this like cake saver thing that's sitting yeah. there. Yeah. And they're saying like, it's out in the open. Everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. And so if something goes, if it goes missing, then we know who took it, I guess. I mean, yeah. somebody I mean, that's like good... taken it, but I guess. I mean, no one else, is gonna, no one else knows what it is. Right. Um, Although as soon as I saw it, I knew exactly what it was. I think most people know what those key, those keys are. Well, I I didn't know what it was because I did, okay. don't have safety deposit boxes. But well, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a safety deposit box key, right? I mean, I, so um, yeah. So then again, it's like um, oh, wait, I just have in my notes here a lot of explaining about the lodges. So who start? Who's explaining what about the lodges? Well, so I what I think what happens is that um, they're they're in the the sheriff's kind of department and they're thinking about like what this is because the um, they find the major comes back the major like Hawk I think picks up the major yeah and the major's like he goes like where's the castle or something I thought was kind of a, 
fun, but he's he's not making sense. And he brings them right. back, and they're at the the office, and they're looking at the thing, and they're trying to figure out like what the heck this thing is. Um, Andy figures it out at the end, but they're but they they notice some symbols, and they're like saying like Jupiter is aligned with Mars. I I forget which one it was, Saturn. Right, something. it's the age of Aquarius. Yeah, it was like the large <laughs> thing. It was a little mass. A lot, Jupiter and Saturn were. Because yeah. I, I I didn't fully understand the explanation. Not super important either. I he don't notice that there's a conjunction, um, meaning these yeah. two planets are lining up right at this moment. So that's the time they got the time, and then they figured out the key, which was um, fear. And all this time, um, uh, Wyndham Earl is listening. So Wyndham Earl yeah. is also noticing all of this. Now Wyndham Earl has an advantage because he I think believe I, I think he knows where it is. He knows where he knows it, it was is. a map. Right. So he right. yeah. So he knows where the thing is, but nobody else could figure out that that was in fact a map. And Andy finally figures that out. Right. Um, right. I think we were talking about it, and we figured out that it was kind of a map too, because we recognized the tree circle. Yeah, and we the tree circle is super lame, though. In the I might be getting ahead of myself, but the. They're just like it's like Charlie Brown Christmas tree yeah, trees, man. It, like I you mean, can't he's do better. King Arthur and like that's no King Arthur like majestic kind of like yeah. Strong do tree better, that, man. Yeah. Do better. I, I, well, you know, I mean, it's the end. They had a limited budget probably at this point. <laughs> it, it's just, it's it's just like Charlie Brown. It's like, hey, man, we didn't get the Christmas. We forgot about the Christmas tree. We yeah. got a couple bucks stashed. Go get some Christmas trees. Yeah. That's you know? probably what happened. I did notice the waterfall this time, though, in it while I was looking at it. There is a waterfall in, in that map in the center. Oh, it, is there? Okay. There's a waterfall. Okay. It's pretty okay. like – and so I've been looking at the map, and there's like a waterfall there. Um, on top of the waterfall, there's the big flames, right? So mm-hmm. it could be where the Great Northern is, which I think is interesting. So, I mean, there's – there's a lot of maps that were like Ghostwood Estates. I remember there was a map about where that was. I don't exactly yeah. remember where that is, but I you think, think it's if I were to look up like Twin Peaks, look. Twin Peaks map, do you think someone's like figured it out? Oh like yeah, someone's... I think I think here's the thing about Twin Peaks, and I don't want to like burst your bubble or anything, but like we're not the first people <laughs> to discover Twin Peaks and talk about it. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I understand that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the way that we talk about it in Twin Peaks is nowhere near. We're what we do is basically like, hey, remember what happened in Twin Peaks? Yeah, uh, that was kind of interesting. It sure was. Okay, we'll see you next time. That's <laughs> that's how we talk about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. there are there are essays and books probably on the internet that go into yeah. more detail about every single thing. So, um, I've I'm actually I've done sure. very well at not looking at any so of that I've, stuff, and I've tried not to. Yeah. You know, every once in a yeah. while, I'll look up things like, "Oh, that's interesting." Like this, and the last thing about the director, like I saw, yeah, yeah, because I was looking through like a recap of the episodes just before I jumped on. Um, so I think those things are kind of interesting, but I've tried to keep away from the analyze. You know, the what analysis. I what I might do, and this is just, I mean, it's no big deal, but what I might do is <laughs> firewalk with me. I'm going to be honest with you; is going to be hard. I'm just letting you know. It's going to be hard for me to watch that again. I will because I, I am a, you know, I'm doing it for our fans. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but it's going to be a hard thing to watch. So I think I might, after Firewalk with me, uh, or even to maybe to get myself through Firewalk with me, I might read a little bit about it. So I could, there's other things to look at and right. be interested in. Okay. I'll go uh, in like 
you then you can inform me because I'm gonna just go. Yeah, you need to go in fresh. I'm, I'm, I'm debating whether I should wait because they're playing it in a theater near me in September. Oh man, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it, but like, it's a tough watch. So you're saying a small screen would probably be a small screen where I could pause and walk away if I needed to would probably be better. Yeah, experience. I mean, for for me, like, I just guess I wasn't like. It just there's a lot. It's just it's just a lot. It's it's not like you have to walk away because of the imaging imagery is just. It gets to be a lot where it's just like it's not, you know, this is surprising for David Lynch, but it's not super uplifting. So, <laughs> I see, I see. so that's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, um, hey, I'll, who knows? I'll, I'll, that's all I'll, I'm going to tell you I'll, about I'll, it because I want you to go in fresh. Okay. Well, I'll watch it um, maybe before that time anyway. But in, in any case, um, there have been, I think Mark Frost wrote some books too. Oh my gosh! Okay, so well, I'm like, not. That there's might like be a books lot about um, a dos- like the dossiers of like, and they're written in the sense of like a dossier of like each event that like oh. happened for, to give a little bit more in depth. I think. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like we haven't you know noticed the fact that there's a lot going on here. I don't think I've been very good at picking up like maybe some of the lore or the legends or the why you know some of the 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 supernatural stuff right but and i think we've been looking at this more from a um you know a artistic point of view i think i hope you know um but uh but it will be i'm looking forward to season two let's get we have to get through this season though we're not even done this season right we're talking we're already we're getting ahead of ourselves all right so let's okay so anyway Wyndham Merle has found out a lot of this information and he knows a lot of information. And what happens is they're the, the two, um, you know, the people looking at this, the Cooper and, um, uh, the sheriff, Harry, they're still, Harry, they're still missing a big element of this, which is where the heck is this black lodge? Yes. They know when it's going to happen. They know how to get in it. They just don't know where. And so that's the big mystery here. But, and as they're trying to talk about this, um, Andy does realize it and he's trying to talk to them and they're kind of like, just like not now Andy and Andy, right. no- Andy knocks down the bonsai tree, which has the bug in it. They find the mm-hmm. bug and they're like, Oh crap. It heightens everything a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's not forget Nadine, of course, um, with Dr. Jacoby is now trying where they're trying to go through this process that's that. right. And so Nadine is really proud of her wrestling. Um, so they got her into a place where she's feeling really good. And then they're like, drop the bombshell of like, yeah. hey, we're going to get married. And um, Nadine's reacts to that by saying, hey, well, we're going to get married too. Right. So no right. big deal. But you know her strength. She starts squeezing Mike's hand, which yeah. he yells in pain from that so and i think it took mike off uh snakes snake is a little bit was probably shocked by that yeah, well he wanted to, he he kind of fell for her he you know did I mean? totally fell for her, but i think he's it's he's in for he's he's in high school i know i understand this i understand this <laughs> but so, he's inter- he was he would get married to her i believe i believe so i believe so 
So and we can kind of yeah. see that down the line a little bit, but I definitely I think he would. Um. All right. So. Okay. So I mean, then it's like, all right. Audrey I mean, is now like being Audrey, and she's not Audrey. Excuse me. Um, Donna is being Donna, and she's like, you got to tell me the truth. I know. Like it's this the whole is thing. By, by this point, though, everybody knows. Like, no, there's no, yeah, like, no one really cares. Thing. Yeah. And so you got to tell me the truth. You got to tell me the truth, and they won't. Um, and they figure finally figure out. Um. Oh yeah, this is. I guess this is the the scene after that's when they finally figured out where it is. No, no, they don't figure out where it is, but they figure out the t- true like meaning of everything. Um, yeah. And they, well, so, and also, so Lucy also finally makes a decision about who's going to be the father, and it's yeah. going to be Andy, and of course, like, and the other dudes, like, you know, Dick is just like. Okay, great. That's perfect. It's fine. Yeah. Like, it's like, why was there even a freaking fight in the beginning? Like, I, I don't, I don't know why sense. there was a fight in the beginning. It, it, <laughs> none of that made sense. But, but again, like, you got a director coming in that has to wrap up everything and get yeah, you ready they, for the next thing. So yeah. this has just got to be like, hey, okay, yeah, we knew it, we knew it all the time that Andy was going right. to be, <laughs> right. even if he wasn't the father, the one to take care of it, right? So now yeah. we got the whole thing going on. This big spectacular kind of like thing going on there. I don't know what they're wearing, but they're wearing stuff. It's, uh, yeah. It's not, I, I guess it's an early 90s. I will say thing. the uh, umbrellas that they use, that they have reminded me of Grammy had those umbrellas yeah. at the camper. Remember those umbrellas? Yeah. They're pretty cool. They came back. I think they're back in style now. Oh, okay. Um, well. So in, in um, any case, like they go through, um, they're doing the dances. They're impressing everybody. And what's her face comes off. The Black Widow came comes on and does her like entrances everybody with this like jazz. So the dance exercise so... fusion or something. I don't. I don't, I yeah, I don't what know exactly. What it was, but it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, you can only do so much on network television, I guess. But I don't. It 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 is what it is. We we all know what it's supposed to be. Yeah, we all know what it's supposed to be. And and, and matter of fact, I thought like. Um, uh, the one that uh, that Lucy did was much more engaging as a dance, like as a dance. Oh, like, as a, yeah, I mean more, that was way better. Yeah, I mean she just did a lot of spinning. A lot of spinning. She also had like a garter belt on with money in it. Sure, yeah. So Why I wouldn't know you? exactly what <laughs> that was all about, but like, yeah. okay, you really going um, for it there. Um, you know, it, Wyndham has his best descri- his best disguise yet. Wyndham, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so Bobby is like you know, he's you know there, you know cheering for his girl or whatever Shelly. Right. And Shelley, he sees yeah. the log lady, and then he looks behind him and he sees the log lady again. Yeah. And then he looks and the log lady is not there anymore, and you know we're thinking like what the heck happened there? And he's like, oh, you can't be backstage, and all of a sudden, boom. Uh, he gets knocked out. It's Wyndham Earl dressed as the log lady. Yeah, I mean, shocker Amazing. of all shockers. Yeah, th- but, it's a good one. But to be fair, like, it's interesting. The log lady does literally disappear. I mean, she does disappear. She is sitting there, and then he looks again, and she's not there anymore. Well, yeah, but does maybe he takes her out? I guess, I, I mean, I just figured. I don't think so, because log lady... How would she Wyndham... doesn't make a co- wait. Does she come back in the last episode? No, I can't even remember. Is she in the last episode? I don't remember either. 
She must be. I don't know if she is. She, well. I don't but, know. But, you know, it, 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 we, we, we can cross that bridge when we get to it. But, yeah, I mean, oh, great. It, it, you know, then Wyndham's Earl, Wyndham Earl, his whole thing is he's, he's going to capture Annie. Now, Annie wins, right? She wins she Miss wins. Twin Peaks. And she wins because of her speech. I mean, her speech was, yeah. You, the, you, I mean, the, okay, sure, the belly dancing thing was, was, uh, you know, mesmerizing, but, you know, a good orator, you know, right. they're going to capture the audience every single time. And it did. And a matter of fact, the mayor was pretty uh, shocked by this because he was mayor like, not and, happy. And, yeah. you know, that's what happens. So, um, so she wins. Um, and in that in that moment, uh, to be fair, Audrey had a pretty good speech too. But um, in that moment, she's she comes up and she's like, "Oh wait, does she even come up?" Yeah, they got the f- flowers or whatever, isn't? Oh, okay. So she did get the flowers, and all of a sudden, um, there you go. You have the lights go out. Chaos. Chaos. Strobe light. Strobe I'll light tell you going. what, man. No strobe light warning. I guess in 1992 they don't they don't give strobe strobe light warnings, man. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was <laughs> like, like nowadays, the, you know, so many warnings come up. Yeah, in yeah. front of before anything happens. <laughs> even you know, Stranger Things I think had some, and I was like, yeah. is there? I, I didn't even see any strobe lights yeah. in Stranger Things when that warning came up. This definitely was strobe, dude. Everything was strobing. I've never had any problem with strobe lights, and I was like, am I going to have a seizure? Right. There were so many strobe lights, man. It was really, really concerning me. Yeah. I really was getting nervous towards the end because it and, went on for like 10 minutes. And also, like, the strobe light wasn't just like a strobe light from one point. There were a ton of strobe lights because you could see yeah. the shadows on his face moving, which I thought yeah. was, like, awesome because that just made, yeah. you, it made it look like a different person, almost, like all these different versions of, like, Cooper there. Which I thought was awesome, or and for everybody actually, but specifically, specifically, I noticed on on Cooper, um, and I thought that was really, like really awesome. Um, here's the thing that happened to me, and I don't know how you were watching it. I was watching it on uh, Amazon Prime because I okay. bought it. So yeah, it cut from like all of a sudden strobe lights everywhere to cut to the next thing, and I don't know why it happened that way, but I was like, yeah. What the heck happened? And I had to go back and I had to fast forward and like tell it to stop. It just went immediately to the next episode. So Oh no, mine didn't do that. It ruined the experience of like the true kind of like thing happening for me, which I well, it was so I will say this in it when it when this came out, it was I think they were back to back. Weren't they back to back? Yeah, but this was before even the reveal of like it was like literally strobe lights. Everybody's running around like crazy and then cut yeah. to the next episode. I missed the entire ending. So I had to go back and like watch that whole thing. Oh, no, it didn't work. That sounds like a glitch. It sounds like a glitch. Well, yeah. it was annoying. Um, I mean, what was the ending? The ending was just they find out it's a map. They finally f- they find out where to yeah. go. They find out. They basically find out where to go. Yeah. 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 Um, and they find that Annie is missing. Right. That, you know, Wyndham found his queen. Which, of course, is, is exactly what Wyndham wanted, you know? Right, and which which we were saying. I mean, I think we, we had known that the whole time. It wasn't anything for us. Um, but, yeah, so that happens, and he goes, it's a map, and then cut to 
credits. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I will say, so after this, I, you know, this, again, what, like we had said, we're, we're setting everything up, right? This, we're setting this episode up for the last episode. I went ahead and went and watched it back to back. Did you watch them back to back too? I watched it back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, man. I, so going into this episode, let me ask you this. Did, were you surprised at the at the ending or not surprised at the ending? <sighs> That's a great question. Here's Should we talk about it first or just or or set it up this way? I I mean, here's what we can I think we should set it up this way because basically the the episode is Cooper goes into the I mean, there's the not, Black Lodge. There's nothing yeah. really The only other thing that's revealed is basically because of Nadine's injury, we should say that Nadine was injured. Oh, yeah. She had a, um, a sandbag dropped on her head. Classic. Well, I mean, you worked in like a theater, like in, does that must happen all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, you see the, it. It's one of the major things you have to be careful of when you're on stage. <laughs> I feel like that happens constantly. If, yeah. If, if you have any sort of enemy and you are an yeah. actor, you constantly have to be looking up. Because right, that's right, the right. Only, that seems like the only way that you can actually get somebody. <laughs> right. Um, in any case, she gets hit, and so that knocks her out a bit. She's recovering a little bit, and um, it's kind of revealed that she's back to normal. She's back to Nadine. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. a good scene. It really is a good scene. She's worried about her blinds again. She's worried about the drapes, like worried about like everything and really is not taking the news well that they are getting married because yeah. uh, she didn't know anything about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you know, and it hits my card, man. Snake uh, is really affected by this. Oh, yeah, he absolutely. Thought, he thought he had something here that was really yeah. special. Um, and he's a kid. You know what I'm saying? So. And by, But we should let everybody know that doesn't get resolved. No. That's it. That's it. That's boom. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. And like again, again, we should anybody who thinks anything's gonna get resolved, okay, forget about it, man. You so clearly this, haven't been watching. And this is what I'm saying. Um I thought things were gonna get resolved. And I, me too. I was a fool. I was a fool. I was a fool and, too. And, and, and I, I he played me. He played, <laughs> he played me real good. hard, man. <laughs> From the beginning. Because to be fair, like I thought to be fair, David Lynch did not take back control of this until the, he directed this episode. Yeah, yeah. He did not take back control of this. So there were a lot of things that were like resolved, even if they were resolved in quick, kind of corny ways, because mm-hmm. we were like, the, I mean, the James thing never resolved itself, kind of, but it kind of yeah, did. Yeah, but I mean, who cares? Kind of away yeah. and, you know, uh, but Andy resolved. For, like, young I would love, say Andre. Re- Audrey, yeah, Audrey resolved itself. Yeah, so there were I a mean, lot of things that were happening, and it wasn't so like the bad things that happened seemed to be solved um, mm-hmm. by Cooper coming in and kind of being the guy who like is able to handle this. Yeah. And so again, like if you haven't seen this episode, stop now. Go go live your life um, and enjoy yourself. <laughs> That's, right. that's what I would say to you. I would say, right. If you were listening to this right now and you have not seen this episode or if you just started listening to Twin Peaks because you were watching Twin Peaks, I would say stop where you are. Enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah. And imagine whatever you imagine the ending is. Keep it. 
because it, it yeah. cannot be m- <laughs> worse than watching this entire thing and then being like, oh, and then remembering, oh, it's David Lynch. Like that's yeah. that was my that's, thought. Me too. When Cooper yeah. woke up, and I'm jumping a little bit. When yeah. Cooper woke up and said, I want to like brush my teeth or like whatever he says. I forget what he says. I yeah. was like, wait a second, what's happening? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's David Lynch. And I was like, no wonder. Uh, oh, like, I was the same way. It all started making sense to me. Everything yeah. started making sense. As, as soon as I remembered <laughs> that I've watched David Lynch movies before. Right, like, right. Like, as soon as I remembered, yeah. oh, yeah, you've seen like uh, Eraserhead and um, mm-hmm. Blue Velvet and uh, Mulholland Falls and like, yeah. you know, Mulholland Drive. I mean, Mulholland Drive, yeah. Like and even Dune to a certain uh, effect. <laughs> yeah, I'd say to a bit of a yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I same way. So, so you've watched these movies before, and um, now, now it all makes sense. Like, okay, of course this happened. Yeah. And what happens basically? I mean, I, I can't even say it basically because I was so like, I was like, well, no, look, this we have to, re- we have to. I th- we almost have to remind people about Bob because Bob has like, if you recall, if you recall a whole year and a half ago or whatever, like Bob was the, the issue was this demon named Bob went out and there was another demon and possessed somebody, yes. right? Possessed, uh, what's his face? Uh, Laura Palmer's father, right? For, for many years. Yes. Many, many and years. And we we know that there's been another a guy named Mike has been try another demon named Mike or another good spirit let's say named Mike has been trying to chase this other person down, and they finally were able to after many uh, you know adventures they were able to get Bob out of um, uh, why can't Palmer Mr Palmer which right. I can't remember his name off the top of my head because right. I'm horrible, but they finally get him out. And um, we don't know where he goes. He goes somewhere, probably back to the Black Lodge. But then, you know, we get lulled into this sense of calm, just like, you know, humanity, I think. that Humanity is good at, like, forgetting the bad things that happen. We get lulled into the sense of other drama that's going on and things, and we kind of lose sight of what actually happened, which is the whole catalyst, which was Laura Palmer's murder. Right. Now, to be fair, like, we... Do pick we, we you and I were mentioned Bob uh, often and say like what the where the heck is it? Yeah. what happened is he here is he there, and yeah. in the last couple a uh, few episodes ago when um um whatever Agent Cooper dies no she dies and we see Bob again like right um oh right um um. Oh my gosh, dude! What is wrong with us? I I, there know. might be a serious problem with both of us, man. With name, there might be a serious problem with both of us. It's um a, jo- a Josie. Josie, Josie, Josie. When Josie comes, you know, when Josie dies, and we see Bob again, like that, and and it was mentioned again. Like he's like, oh, by the way, I saw. Like Cooper says, like, oh, by the way, I saw Bob again, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. and we see him kind of come out of that area of the trees in a mm-hmm. previous episode as well. So we know right. like he's still around and we kind of know that he's associated with the black lodge. Um, and we and know we, that he's killed before. Like he, like yeah. this is a, this is a demon that has been killing the, for centuries. Let's say he, he possesses like the whole thing is, is possessing. And 
it kind of like is is it a possession or is it creates a like a doppelganger body where he possesses and goes out because that I also, think it's a possession. possession. Well, they were they were so if, they were. Two. Oh, they're oh, geez, you're right. They're you're right. You're absolutely right. So it may be a doppelganger. Thing. So, so he goes into the black lodge. Um, he gets in there, and of course, um, he says, "I got to do this alone." Harry, Harry has to wait for him basically, and Harry right, 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 waits the whole time while he's in. And as he goes in there, um, I thought the black lodge, how they did the black lodge, was awesome. It mm-hmm. was. It definitely reminds. I mean, I've had dreams basically where you're just seeming to going in circles and the same so yeah and you can you can you can't like things are shout or like um uh, like you can't see things like sometimes it's like you're trying to find something or look at something and you can't see everything exactly exactly in focus and you can't or and like your the hearing is kind of messed up and you can't like quite understand what people are saying so perfect everything about that is perfect as i'm far as far as i'm concerned about this kind of dream kind of world um and some things were said, like, um, didn't, what did Laura say? Like, did Laura say, like, I'll meet you, I'll see you again in 25 years? Yes. Okay. So I don't, I mean, I, I think it's, I'm, I'm 100% sure that they weren't like, oh, we'll get this back. Into, I don't think it's, actually, it was longer than 25 years, right? I thought, 90, I thought it was. It like, had to be. It had to be longer than 20. No. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm putting it right now. I'm, I'm playing that scene. Um, and she literally says, she snaps her fingers and says, God, it's taking forever to do that, but I'll see you again in 25 years. It literally says yeah. that. So, yeah, but it, when was the new... Hold on. Let's it, do some... I think it's 25 years, dude. No, I, I can't, that, I can't, I can't imagine that. Do some math. I'm looking, at it, a twin, I'm looking at Twin Peaks right here. You know what's the dumbest thing? When you search Twin Peaks, you have to like get through the stupid restaurant... First, what do you mean? Uh, there's a Twin Peaks. T- there's a Twin Peaks um, restaurant that's like a Hooters. Oh, and whenever I type sense. in Twin Peaks, it's like Twin Peaks, Indianapolis. Like, I, no, that's not what I'm. Okay, so here, there's no Twin Peaks near us, I guess. Uh, well, that, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so here, 1990. Last episode was. Um, there's only eight seasons. Uh, last episode was 1991. Uh, season three begins on 2017. So you're going to do some quick math here. Who's doing the math? You or me? Um, what did I say? 1991? 1991. That's 26 years. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty close. I mean... Pretty close, pretty close. Like 1991 saying 25 years, and then all of a sudden 25 years later, you're given the green light. I mean, I guess I can see that happening because Twin Peaks, I mean, if you would have said in 1990, if, if you would have said in 1991, hey, ABC, um, you know how you, you hate this Twin Peaks thing? Like 25 <laughs> years, can I make another show? They would have been like, no way, dude. Yeah. Like to yeah. get to the point where I don't know who made it. Was it Paramount? Is it on Paramount Plus? Like I don't know who's showing it or who made it. Showtime. Showtime was had it um, okay. has in it order, now anyway. So then, in order to get there, so many things had to happen in order to have be able to have something like this. I think yeah. that no way you could have you predicted it in 1991, unless maybe you're David Lynch. <laughs> 
Well, that surprised me because I did not think it was 20. I mean, I think probably case, like three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, whatever. You could have said like, hey, let's make a Twin Peaks. Yeah. Three. Yeah. It's coming up yeah. to 25 years. Let's do it. And I think somebody would probably be interested in that. But there's yeah. no way you could have said in 1991, I bet in 25 years we could do this again. Like, I don't yeah, know what yeah. happening. Yeah. I mean, I, it's a, I will say, like, if I was watching this in 1991, first of all, I would not have had the, well, um, I would not have had the background in David Lynch. And, and so this would have been absolutely That's fair. That's fair. stunning. You know what I mean? Like, I'd have been like, I- I'm never watching anything Twin Peaks related ever again. Well, like, yeah, this is ridiculous. I think that's probably the reaction of a lot of twi- people who were like, um, I'm now going to never watch anything right. again or want to talk right. about this ever again. Because- First of all, also, how is it that A, I mean, this is like a pretty big pop culture thing. How is it, A, that I never even knew who killed Laura Palmer, which is the whole reason why I wanted to watch the show? And how come, B, how come I never knew, spoiler alert, that Dale is replaced or possessed by Bob Yeah. at the I, end? That's how they I, ended. I thought of this exact same thing. Like, there's, there's a, and, and I think it's just because it is so niche, like a niche thing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not yeah. like it's not like star Wars where like everybody saw it. I think there right. was a group of people who saw this and some of them said, wow, this was like fantastic and amazing. And I don't know how to think about this. And I'm a David Lynch fan. Yeah. And I think other people said, I'm going to forget this ever happened. You <laughs> right. Know what I'm saying? right. Yeah. You're right. So like it's, it's part of pop culture in the sense that people know that a twin Peaks show existed. And that it was weird. Yeah, and those those people are. If you got to remember, like we were around in 1991, but we yeah, were not watching yeah. Twin Peaks. It would be, no, and no. So, I mean, maybe some people of our age in 1991 were watching it, but it, it, the people watching Twin Peaks were probably out of high school. I would say. Yeah, right? they I would were say probably too. Yeah. more like quote unquote adults, and and those people, I do not think. You know, there's certain people who jumped onto the internet probably when the internet was, you know, first yeah. was budding and was like, hey, let's talk about Twin Peaks. But not a lot of those people. There's a certain, what I'm saying is like, there's a certain group of people who would be doing that. But that is yeah, not the yeah, total yeah, yeah. population of people yeah. who probably watch this show. And I would say yeah. that that is why it has stayed lower on the pop culture radar. It has been more of a niche thing. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's just like, hey, people know Twin Peaks was a show that was that was that aired, and they know it was weird. Yeah, and you know, honestly, that's all you really need to know. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to know all that. Like, who cares who killed Laura Palmer? Like, uh, really? I mean, you know, the possession of of Dale Cooper. Like, that's just that's just a bummer, man. It's just a bummer. The whole thing's a bummer. The whole thing is a bummer. The whole thing ended up being a bummer. I mean, you know, there's other things um, going on, right? So we were finally like, yay, um, you know, um, I forget the two two people we always liked who could never catch a break, whose Nadine was married to Ed and... um, Norma. Norma. Ed and Norma. Finally, they they finally get it. Nope. Not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. um, Donna... I mean, can get back to her normal life. Uh, no. Matter of fact, he, she's going to get, you know, 
blow up everything and um, her father's going to smack um, Ben into the fireplace and he's going to like break his head or whatever. Oh, yeah. Do, do we know what actually happened to Ben? Is he okay? I don't know. I don't think we know. All we know is he's like laying there with like blood. Yeah. And, okay. and the, the, and this is what made me think like, oh, maybe he's not okay. Is the doctor, um, Donna's, um, father was, yeah. looked kind of like scared about that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't look like angry or mean or like. Yeah, right. He's like, Hey right. man, I just might have screwed up. I went a little too he, far. He here. went a little. Yeah. And as a doctor, I was like, he probably knows. Yeah, that's probably not um, so like those things happen and, um, yeah. And, Let's get back then, to the lodge. So the lodge is again, oh, is like and giving the, us and, some, and people get blown up. Let's not forget that. Wait, well, people get blown. What, 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 this I knew was going to happen. I didn't. I, let's, let's say I didn't know going in, but as they were doing it, I was like, "Oh, this is a." So they get the the key, and Pete and Andrew. Oh right. Go down. By the way, that's fantastic. That yeah, is fantastic. that whole seat. That whole scene is fantastic. I did. I liked it a lot. It was. Oh really my god, great. it's good. So you get yeah. this old guy there, which the old guys move so slow in Twin Peak world. Yeah. It's but it's yeah. great because it's just one shot. That takes the one take that takes so long. It just is so slow. The woman is sleeping in the background that whole time. Like, if you're talking about, yeah. you know, Lynch, like this is what he does. Classic. Right? It is, yeah, definitely classic. And so, it's so great just to watch this. And as you're watching it, you know, I know at least. I don't know how you felt about it. I knew there was going to be a trap. I knew there was going to be a trap in that thing because it, it. Oh, was, I didn't. It was the one last. It was because I. He had said something, or something was inferred that this was like the last. Gotcha. We should we should set up a little bit. That again, it's the safe deposit. It's a safety deposit key. Yeah. So right. Andrew takes it, and Pete sees him, and since they're buds, yeah. they go, and they're going. And we also find out that isn't isn't who strapped themselves to the. Uh, so Audrey now after Audrey yeah after her speech. Right after her speech, yeah. she she knows that this bank in particular is um, is funding the Ghostwood, the Ghostwood um, estate, and so she and they're trying to keep it hush hush because of this big controversy. So she goes there because she wants to enlighten people and say, "Hey, look at this bank." Because if the bank pulls out, then they got a better chance, right? Yeah. So she's doing some good work here for her company. And and nature too, as I guess. So yeah, nature. You got to remember she goes the nature. There, she chain, she handcuffs herself to the door. Now you can still get in and out of the door, which it didn't know, see, And it was that's a funny bit that they're it doing. It is a funny bit because they were like, "Oh no, you can't get in there now." But then Andrew's like, "Problem solved." He just opens the door. Yeah, so, yeah. So then they go in. There's this nice shot of trying to find. There's a ton of deposit boxes, mm-hmm. right? They got to find the right one. We see them all. It's really great. They finally find the one. They open it. It says, like, surprise or whatever. Gotcha. I, I don't know what the thing says. Yeah. But there's a bomb in it, and it's a huge bomb. I mean. Gigantic. It blew up the entire. I mean, we see <laughs> I a shot from the outside. The entire building, like, blew up. So um, it was pretty powerful. Um, so that's gone. It's gone. Everything's gone. So Pete's gone? Pete's gone. Andrew's we're assuming, gone. Listen, we're assuming we don't see them again, basically. But we pretty much would assume Audrey's gone. That I all mean, of them would be gone. Yeah. We're, Catherine we're, wasn't there though, right? We don't see Catherine yeah. at all. Yeah. So the two people that we don't see, because they bring back a bunch of people, we don't see 
Catherine, mm-hmm. and we don't see James. But we do see like um, the the original Lara. We we see Lara again. We saw Maddie again. Right. Maddie comes back. Yeah. Yeah. We see the yeah. girl who was with Lara, who like you know got the brain. You know, was dramatic. Yeah, that's actually surprised me because I was like, I didn't remember who she was at first. Like it took me a, a second or two. I remember the, they said the name, and I remembered the name. I don't remember the actress. Right, right, right. They right. bring back Lara's, or not Lara's, yeah, Lara's mom, who does a weird speaking crazy oh, voice yeah. thing to tell the major that um, yeah. Cooper's in the Black Lodge. Yeah. So they bring all back all these faces from the past. We of course have the little guy there in the red suit. Um, yeah. And that whole bit is is amazing. I think. Yeah, I mean, I love the imagery. I mean, it's just so bizarre, and it's like this. It's it's just where it's this. Pl- it's you know that you're in like a place of like pure evil because that's what the Black Lodge is, right? Black Lodge is pure evil. Yes. And, so I guess that's this is my question then. The Black Lodge maybe contains pure evil, but we do see the giant there. And I thought the giant was always helping. And also, Laura, like, Laura Palmer is there. Like, why is... I guess my question is, why is Laura in the Black Lodge? Well, okay, maybe here's the thing. Maybe it's not the Black Lodge, because quite frankly, if you think about it, Laura Palmer, if you're thinking about the Black Lodge as evil, if you remember to the vision that Cooper had in the very beginning when he first visits in his dream the Black Lodge or whatever that was called, the Red Room, let's say, the Red Curtain Room. Red curtain room. Um, when he first visits, Laura Palmer tells him who killed her. Right. So I don't know if that's necessarily a – and again, I don't the, – the, the guy, the, sm, the little guy, I don't know if he – I feel like there's a waiting – like this is a waiting room. This is I feel like it's a waiting room to. too. Before you yeah. go into the Black Lodge, and it's like yeah. a purgatory type thing of like, I agree. Hey, there I are agree. people here, and you know, if you go further in here, you're gonna find some evil, and that's where Bob is. Bob hangs out there. Yeah, and and, and Cooper sees, he sees the doppelgangers, right? I mean, and I can't remember if the giant tries to warn him or is just there and makes an appearance. Because like I said, I'll be honest, I did not write anything down. I was just watching. So the, the guys who make the, the, the old guy that saved Cooper when he got shot. Remember that yeah. old guy that came, comes in? Yeah, he know, keeps coming like, in and forgetting. And like, like winking in, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I know you. Or whatever. He yeah. comes in and gives him some coffee. And the coffee's real weird, right? Yeah. It's like and it, and it, it turns like into sludge waiting. and Actually, stuff like is, that. Are they waiting? I don't – oh, man. I don't remember. I feel like it's – I feel like that – but I, I like really do think that that it. room is like purgatory, like it's a waiting room. And I, maybe like once you watch Firewalk with me, we'll discuss it more. Like that would be a good discussion on our lead up to season three. Because, again, I don't know anything that happens in season three. Right. Do I. I, I, think Dale, I think Dale Cooper's in season three. I, I think I, I saw him. I saw a, a it, it was just a picture, an image, still image. And, and he was there. The Kyle McLaughlin yeah. was there. Kyle McLaughlin. What is his last name? Kyle M- McLaughlin. I think it's McLaughlin. Whatever it is. He was McLaughlin. there. So McLaughlin. he must be there in some capacity. Yeah, I, I, I saw like a still image of him like in a like elevator or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I feel like. But he's the only one I know is there for sure. 
Yeah. So I want to go in. I want to go like in like blank as well. So maybe we can have more of a discussion about what the different lodges are for season three. But for right now, I don't think Dale, I don't think what we saw was the Black Lodge. I don't think what we saw was the Black Lodge. And I, I you know, what, I think it's the Black Lodge. I think what we saw is the Black really? Lodge. I think just think there's different. Well, so, so Dale Laura keeps going Pom- in oh, and you-, you know what? Here, I'm just, I'm just scrolling through it right now. Laura Palmer is there and there is a point where she's screaming and has her eyes. See, the, here's the thing there. I believe there are doppelgangers in here. And why I okay. say that is like, there are some characters who have normal eyes. And then there are other characters who have like the eyes that are like white and yeah. Dale yeah. Cooper. He had a doppelganger that was chasing him that had yes. those white eyes. So, and here, Laura Palmer has some white eyes. So I just have a feeling like they're these like, people trapped in there with an evil version of themselves. Well, that is interesting because when, um, when Mr. Palmer, he always, he kind of said that he didn't, that he didn't know what was happening or he couldn't remember. There are times when he would black out. So is that when the doppelganger took over or was he always, there. That's right. That's that's what I guess I don't understand. That's what I probably I need to go to Reddit or something. I'm sure there's yeah, somebody's gonna be able to tell me exactly. I don't understand it either. But I do know, like, okay, so Annie's in here, and then Annie turns into Caroline. Yeah. But she doesn't have the glassy eyes. Oh, she does. Wait, Caroline does have the glassy eyes, because Annie turns into Caroline, and Caroline has the glassy eyes. So also, just so people know, like Annie doesn't get out either. We don't know. And we don't know where Wyndham is, right? Well, we do know where Wyndham, Wyndham is there. Wyndham is there because Wyndham thinks that he is now in power. And he's like, guess what? If you give me your soul. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then, and then he tries to take his soul, but then Bob comes out and says, you don't have that power. Like I'm the guy who has that power. Yeah. Like, how dare yeah. you try to do something like that? And basically, yeah. I don't know, c- kills, or at least, I don't think you can kill him, but at least puts him in a place. He's not getting out of the Black he's Lodge. He's not getting out of the Black Lodge, basically. Yeah. And so. You know, because I think the whole thing is like, like, that's what Bob lives on, is like souls, like yeah. eating souls. It seems that way, because he's like, I'll take his soul. And then. Yeah, and then and then Leland Palmer comes out and he has the glassy eyes and he's like, okay. I didn't kill anybody. And then he looks and then he sees himself. And then there's that weird there's a whole thing going on. Then he see, Cooper sees another Cooper. Okay, I like your like, doppelganger. I'm on board with your doppelganger idea now. There's gotta be it's gotta be some sort of doppelganger thing. And either like either the doppelganger doesn't have glassy maybe that's it. The doppelganger doesn't have the glass, glassy eyes in the... The glassy eyes are reserved for the people who are being tortured in the... Sure, because you need to... The Bob needs eyes, right? Bob needs to be able to see and like... Yeah. Because it is clearly Bob out there, right? I mean, we know that. Yes. He comes out, he wakes up, and... 
and he's like, I gotta go to the, the you know brush my teeth or whatever. He's like, sure. He goes, yeah. see, oh yeah, he catches him right there. So he's running from himself basically. He capturing, and then we see Bob laughing very crazily in strobe lights again. Warning. Yeah, the strobe lights again. It's like need a warning here. Uh, then he comes out, and um, Annie is there. She's Annie's there in the room. She's there, but she's like she's outside the thing, but she's like all covered in blood. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't cut to waterfall. Obviously, cut the waterfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So so, he wakes up, basically. Yeah, I mean, and and I guess I'm on board with you. As soon as Dale wakes up, I'm like, oh, interesting. He like. It's interesting. He wants to brush his teeth. And as soon as he's like, I need to brush my teeth. I was like, cause he's acting weird. Like he, he just says it weird. Well, he, and he, I'm like, he, he wakes up and he says, I wasn't sleeping. And at that point, yes, that there's point, something like, weird about his cadence. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, Annie, how's Annie? And he's, they're like, he's just going to be fine. She's over at the hospital or whatever. So Annie's at the hospital. Okay. Okay. Not that we ever would ever see her again, unless it's 25 years from now. And then he's yeah. like, I need to brush my teeth. And at that point I'm like, this can't be happening. Like that's yeah. my my emotional state at this point. Because <laughs> right. after you're in the black lodge, the black lodge was messed up. To be yeah, fair. it was it was an experience. You got yeah. Laura Palmer in there, like being like tortured. You don't people see talking being backwards. Tortured, yeah, talk, everything was talking about. Everything's going crazy. You feel like you're in a dream because it's it's yeah. like a dream. Right? Yeah, night nightmares specifically. Yeah, 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 and. Then all of a sudden he wakes up and he goes like, I wasn't sleeping. And I'm like, uh-oh. And then he goes, I need to brush my teeth. I'm like, this can't be happening. Like I was, yeah. I was like thrown for a loop because this whole time I forgot that David Lynch, like we said, I forgot that David Lynch was yeah. doing this. And, and and it wasn't until this moment where I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking David for everything to, to be wrapped up. Like so I'm thinking, I, things are going to get wrapped up, and that's that's not at all what happened. The opposite of wrapping up happened. Especially since there's a season three, because I was like, okay, so season three is revisiting Twin Peaks, because you know maybe something. Yeah, it's like a new adventure or something. Yeah, I thought it was a new adventure. <laughs> Twin Peaks, the, season three, the new adventure, right? Yeah, like that's, that's what, what I thought is. too. And instead, it's like, oh no. Um, I have no idea what Twin Peaks 3 is going to be about. That's why I'm actually excited about it. Yeah. I, I mean, and, I, and I, you know, I, um, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, so, so from my experience, we talked a while back about what we expected, like the arcs of everybody and, you know, we, who was going to live and who was going to die and like what we expected. I think we were all, I don't think we were right on any of them. Um, well, listen, I mean, we, we figured that Leo, I said, Leo might be <laughs> redeemed and I'm going to, I'm going to chalk myself up as a win. For okay. Him. All right. I'll, give, I'll give it to you. Cause it's, uh, I will say that happens in this whole entire series. It's true. And it happens to Leo, a horrible person. Yeah. He's, the, he's really, well, in any case, but so like none of that came to be, everything is just a downer and, um, and Dale Cooper, the person that we see every single time, we're like, this guy knows what's going on. He's got it together. Our, Dale he, Cooper's like hero. the hero. He's, he's hero. the hero. And I, I don't know what you say about when you re, when when the hero doesn't succeed. 
you know? Well, listen, the heroes don't always need to succeed, right? Uh, because you have tragedies all the time. I mean, I listen, I like I like a, a story that doesn't have necessarily a night, nice, neat ending, right? I like me too, me too, like, absolutely. Hey, you know what? The world's still bleak, and that's like yeah. life. But the, at yeah. least there's like a perceived ending. Like, the, here's the thing with this: it's not an ending. This in no, no way ends anything. Yeah. If anything, it's a beginning. Yeah, and which it, and which hey, listen, I like that idea too. Like endings are not endings; mm-hmm. they're just beginnings. Like, hey, that's great. I appreciate that. I can see David Lynch and thinking about like, you know. Uh, Tibetan kind of, you know, spirituality, it's spirituality and like thinking about like that Tibet was all about this kind of thing. And he is a, uh, he does like that transcendental meditation or whatever. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's, he's kind of like, Oh, be get there. You know, what is be an ending, but a beginning. Right. I, I, okay. But like, well, you know what too, like this whole thing, this whole idea of look, the black lodge, the white lodge, it's been going on forever. And right. who do humans think they are that they're going to come in and stop anything that would would happen? We know Bob's going to come out. He's been coming out for who knows centuries. He's been always been chased by Mike. Mike hasn't got him yet. And so this is just another cycle. Now it right. just happens to be involved. What's cool about what's kind of cool about it is like, yeah, now it's happening to somebody you know. It's right. easy to be like, hey, look, okay, the cycle's happening. It happens to somebody else, whatever. It's this guy. Now I'm investigating, you know, and it's a murder that happens. I'm not part of it. Guess what? We're involved with Agent Cooper. Right. Like now it's personal. Now right. it does affect us. Now we're involved in this whole thing, right? But overall, Bob doesn't care who he who he's going to, uh, you know, possess or which doppelganger it's going to be because that's the cycle, man. The wheel, the giant wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Right. You know, we're just here and now, the, and we're mad at it now because it affects somebody we know. Well, why weren't we mad about it? You know, last time. Right. No, I, you know, I, 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 I think that's I an interesting idea. He's at least putting forward. I agree. I just, it's just, you know, it hits you hard. And I mean, it should hit you. I like this, like that's yeah. it, the emotional reaction that I got from this was surprising to me, even though like after I, thought about it and meditated on it i was yeah. like oh yeah i shouldn't have been and i and i see it now but like at the time man i can imagine if you're watching this yeah and you were like and you were you were one of these people who were just like i'm just gonna finish this up because i know it's ending and i've been i've stayed with it the whole time yeah i yeah, can yeah, see yeah. you like looking at this and being like that's the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life like how dare <laughs> I you, know. right yeah i can see yeah. how people would be like this is the final straw yeah, yeah. I can yeah. also see how people will just would be like, "That was amazing! Like amazing! I couldn't yeah. believe that." And so, so yeah, you know, I and I do on on most cases, I actually prefer the stories to be true and and ring true. And sometimes that means the the hero losing or having kind of a depressing ending or an ending that doesn't go well. But this is like, this is like Agent Cooper is possessed by a demon. <laughs> right. That's like worse than just being like, oh, he d- he failed to get Anne out or he got Anne, but she died, right? And that's, right. this is like, he's actually possessed by somebody, uh, by a killer. He's going to murder people. That's what Bob does. We know this. We've been told that already. What does right. Bob do? He kills people. Right. Agent Cooper is going to be killing people. Right. 
I mean, Agent Cooper is now Wyndham Earl, basically has turned into Wyndham Earl. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do you think Wyndham Earl was then, can you make a case for like. I don't think Wyndham Earl was was possessed because I I think that would have been, I think he was trying to find like the evil or whatever. And he was, Mm -hmm. you know, an evil genius or whatever. He wanted the power, the power. He wanted the power. Um, But, but it's definitely where it's like somebody who we, you know, out in the world now, somebody who we thought was good is now going to be like, and, yeah. and Leland was the same way. Like everybody liked Leland. Yeah. He seemed like a good guy. Well, yeah. And again, it's been, even though was, to be fair, like that was the first thing I said, like while we were watching, I said, Leland is not good. Yeah. Well, wait till you watch Firewalk with me, man. <laughs> it's just going to be hard. It's hard. It's hard. All right. So, all right. all right. So what's the next thing for us is, uh, we may, I don't know, I don't know if we'll take a break or not. I don't know when your schedule is going to allow you well, to listen, see Firewalk with me. Like, we could go back to some regular old shotcasts if you want, and then come back to this. Or Okay, I am interested in finishing up season three of Twin Peaks, though. I'm kind of invested in this show. So, yeah, so am I. I'm totally invested, and that's why I think I'm not going to wait to see Firewalk with me in the theater. I think I'm going to try to watch it before school starts. So Okay, okay. So before September. And then we can All right, well, we'll figure it out. So, so the next, it, look, look, this is like the ending in Twin Peaks. You don't know what's going to happen. No one knows. You don't know what's, who knows what's going to happen next. It could be bad. Next, uh, it could be bad. bad. It could be real <laughs> bad. There's a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good chance it's going to be yeah. bad. Yeah. So. All right. All right. That's the uh, shot cast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast. <laughs>